the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome to SoCal Live. I'm your guest host, Pastor Rob McCoy. I'm the pastor of God Speak Church in Thousand Oaks, California, former mayor of the city of Thousand Oaks, and it's a joy to be back with this wonderful Southern California audience. I have uh, I have been a Californian my whole life. My dad, born here, my grandfather. I love this state. I'm not leaving, and I am so thankful for the Salem uh, Network and, and all that they're doing, KKLA, KPRZ, because this gives a voice to Southern Californians as we're watching unprecedented censorship across the country. Uh, we're in a fight for our lives, and I am so thankful for this show. And I, I want to tell you all, as, as I'm having the privilege to guest host, uh, I've got in studio with me a dear friend. He, uh, he's he, your partners with Covered Six, which is a security firm, and you guys actually help protect the city of Beverly Hills during the riots. Uh, this man is also a black belt in judo. You don't mess with him. Uh, he's just a, a, a dear friend, and he's actually helped me coordinate with some of the guests, and his name is Bryce Eddy. Bryce, say hello to the folks. Well, hello. Thank you, Rob, for that. Now, I, I do have to make one correction. It's yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh, Although, I, you know, I, I respect those judo players. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, either You one, don't want to cause a fight between us. I can't do either of them, so that's all right. Uh, so Bryce and I are going to be kind of doing this together because we've got some wonderful guests coming in in the next three days. So I'll be with you today, tomorrow, and also Monday. Uh, we're, we're scheduled. We've got Bobby Kennedy Jr. We're going to be talking about... Uh, vaccination mandates and the vaccine itself. We're going to be talking about masks and everything else. Uh, we've got Bob, Congressman Bob McEwen. Uh, he, historically, no one understands the nation better than he does and puts it into perspective. We've got the youngest congressman ever elected in the history of the country, at least I would say modern history, and that's Madison Cawthorn. He's a paraplegic, a young guy, and he is remarkable. He's going to be with us. We've also got Charlie Kirk coming in later today. Uh, we got some really amazing guests coming. We've got Will Witt as well. Will Witt is coming in, and uh, I, I tell you what, the lineup is good for the next three days, so make sure you're tuning in. Uh, we're going to begin shortly with our first guest, but I want to kind of set the stage on this. Uh, Bryce, I don't know if you participated, but when when our church defied uh, the, the uh, lockdown orders and the restraining orders and the, the governor said that the church was non-essential— our church exploded in growth. Next thing we saw is all these businesses gathering together because small businesses in Ventura County were being devastated. And they joined together and called a coalition called Brave. And they meet uh, monthly. And, and they're just trying to keep their businesses afloat in the, in the mess of a, a vaccine that has over a 99% survival rate. Well, uh, this last Tuesday, I spoke there and I brought a friend with me. His, main, his name is Michael Seifert. And he put together an app that they have launched in uh, San Diego. That uh, you, you had a chance to talk with him. Yeah, I did. I mean, really an amazing guy. And uh, what I'm excited to see is uh, people coming together because it's the coordination of us all that make us powerful. It's like the uh, you know ants versus the grasshoppers in a bug's life. <laughs> exactly. And uh, as soon as we figure that out, if we come together, we can 
withstand all kinds of things. So, so Michael, he's, he's young and he's brilliant. And I had the chance to get to know him and to meet all the his team that has put this app together. And it's been very successful. They've gotten complete funding through the, the second funding run. And it's launched and they're getting ready to go nationwide um, in, in areas where there's lockdowns and businesses are suffering. Um, and so uh, I, I think without any further ado, uh, is, is he's on the line. Let's welcome Michael Seifert. Michael, are you there? I am here. Hey, you buddy. Hear all right? Yeah, I hear you great. Hey. Well, now you're down there with our, our radio audience in KPRZ down in San Diego. Uh, you you live in San Clemente though, so you're you're in that region. Hey, listen. Um, tell the folks a little bit about the significance of Public Square, this app, and why you developed it. And then I want to take some calls. Uh, from from some of our listeners and, and if and listen folks if you want to know more about this and when it's going to be launched especially as michael starts to describe it our 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 number to call in is 888-52-TALKS so that's 888-528-2557 and you just call in and we'll take your calls but michael tell everyone about it because this is awesome and so timely yeah, thanks, Rob, and thanks, Bryce. It's an honor to be with you both, and I really appreciate the kind words, though they are undeserved. Um, I have had an absolute blast with an amazing team. Um, over the last month that we've been live in San Diego, we launched end of September in my home city here. I actually live in North County, San Diego. My wife works in San Clemente. She's got a bit of a commute every day, but we're stretched across the two counties here. Uh, but San Diego has, has been my home, and it's where I've witnessed up close and personally over the past few years uh, the marketplace has, has really moved away from the values that tens of millions of Americans still hold dear, these traditional freedom-loving values, love our country, love our Constitution. And it was really shown in COVID when some businesses would be willing to take a stand against tyranny and others would were not. My wife and I sat down and we just made a list on a notepad of all the businesses in our local region that would respect our values, that wouldn't require us to make health decisions that we were uncomfortable with, and that would really showcase their patriotism and their love for what makes our country special. And we would only go to those businesses. And so I got together with some friends, and I had an idea and thought, well, what if we put that actually into an app format and give that sort of alternative marketplace to users for free and an experience? And then what if it also benefited the business? Because I kept watching all these businesses that were willing to be strong and take a stand, experience vast amounts of growth, their profits increased, and they felt liberated because when you're actually standing for something, that's when you really feel purpose. And so I, I witnessed this move taking place and thought, if we could capture this in an app and then display it not only to our local community, but take it around the country, imagine what could happen in our marketplace in the United States. And so that's really what our app does. It's called Public Square. We're live in San Diego County. We're soon going to be live across the nation. We've experienced phenomenal uh, growth and testimonies over the last month here in San Diego. Just yesterday, we had a business reach out and say, hey, I just want to let you know that I just hired a new employee that I've been praying for for a while through Public Square. She reached out, gave us a call, said, you guys are the type of business I've been wanting to work for. I just got fired because I refused the vaccination. Would you be willing to hire me or at least have me in for an interview? And they hired her that day. Um, so That's it's, awesome. it's really an amazing journey that we're on, and we're excited to change the country through it. You know, Michael, I, I, I had with, last time I was a guest host on this program, uh, I had Jurgen Matesius come on the program from Awaken Church down there in San Diego, and also uh, working with Samuel, who is one of his assistant pastors there. And and you've been working with him because you know when we had these churches across the country that were standing in defiance to the tyranny of governor saying that the church is non-essential, 
they were looking for businesses. And then all of a sudden I turn around and you've got this thing rolling and we were trying to post businesses ourselves so that we could, we could honor them in our own community. Uh, but you did this and, and how many, how many do you have online now? Uh, let's see in San Diego, we've got 255 businesses on the app interacting with users as of today. And, and their sales have increased. They, they, they run ads. You said it's a lot like uh, next door in that, you know, I mean, you wanted to take that kind of concept, but you didn't want all the the negativity that comes with next door and people using it to try to manipulate folks. Describe how it creates community and, and how people can interact with the app. Yeah, absolutely. So when you drop into the app, when you log in and you create your account, we ask you for your zip code right away. Most of the account is anonymous. You don't even have to give your full name, but you do give your zip code so that we know what is your home community, what's what's near you so that we can really prioritize the businesses in your local region and the information that's relevant to you in your local region. And then they're given three options for engagement within the app. The first is called the marketplace, which is what we're describing now. So they'll learn all the coffee shops, restaurants, hotels, electricians, plumbers, lawyers, healthcare centers. We actually just got on our first primary care physician this week, which was very exciting onto the app here in San Diego. The second facet of the app is called the fountain, and that's where they can actually learn all of what's going on in their local community and the political realm. So we'll actually tell you all of your city council members, your county board of supervisor members, your school board members in your local region, which way they lean politically, how they voted on certain issues, how to contact them. It's basically a digital civic center. And then the third component is called the community. And that's where people can engage actually in a feed similar to like a Facebook feed where you'd be able to actually post your thoughts, share resources, comment on other posts. And it's all in a sensor free and safe environment. So if you want to ask questions about vaccinations, if you want to talk about your thoughts on masks, you get to do that, that, that without the oppressive thumb of a big tech oligarchy beautiful. saying what you can yeah. and can't say. I love that. For, for those of you tuning in, our guest is Michael Seifert. He's launched an app called uh, Public Square. And, and, and this is one to try to get those who don't want to be told or dictated uh, how they're supposed to live their life by a tyrannical government and, 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 and frequent these businesses that are standing in opposition to it. Uh, I, I, Michael, I, one of the things you said earlier on, you talked about a person who had been fired because they refused to get this shot. And, and, you know, we, we're watching airline pilots now. You know, I, I know one in particular, my dearest friend, he just he just got promoted to wide-body pilot on a major airline. That is the pinnacle of, of success for, for an industry airline pilot. And he's going to lose his job be, because he does he, – he's, he's not going to take this shot. He's already had COVID. He's got the antibodies. They don't even talk about that anymore. And we're watching people all across our county losing their jobs. But you're you're a connection for these these businesses to hire new employees that had to leave businesses that were going to fire people based on their medical decisions. That's really cool. Tell me more about that. And, and you also had a dentist you were telling me about. Yes, sir. Yeah, we actually uh, we had a dentist join two weeks ago. And within the first 48 hours of, of their business being showcased on the app, they actually had two new clients. Um, which was really exciting. So we're seeing it work in real time. And actually, there's a resource that we've sort of created in tandem to this. We just created an email account, very simple, jobs at publicsq.com, jobs at publicsq.com. And we've basically blasted this within our platform that anybody who has been let go um, for, for refusing 
the vaccination or anyone that's looking for a freedom-loving employer in the first place in San Diego, they can actually email that account Come and on. let us know that they're looking for a job. Come and then on. we showcase that to the businesses as well. That's, that's awesome. I, I, was in, uh, I was in Battleground, Washington. I was with Heidi St. John speaking at a, a, a rally there. Uh, a, a young lady stood up and she said, I, I'm, I'm an Air Force, uh, you know, it, I'm in the United States Air Force. Uh, I'm a nurse. Not only am I going to get discharged, I, I'm going to lose my job. And she was shaking and she was crying. She says, I love this country. I want to serve this country. I don't believe in this vaccine. I, I, have, I have moral objection to it. And there's, there's no remedy. I'm going to lose the job I love. And she's crying. And, and, and in the past, Michael... When when we travel the country and I hear a story like that, the best I can do is say, hey, listen, is, you know, is there anyone here who would hire this person? And and a number of people usually do. Yeah. But now I got your app. I'm, I'm, I, when are you going to launch this thing nationally? And for folks who are tuning in right now, uh, you're at SoCal Live. I'm, I'm guest host Rob McCoy, and our guest is Michael Seifert, and he's launched this this app called uh, Public Square when is this because you were you were at that brave meeting in ventura those business owners are excited about this thing and they want it launched come on talk to me yeah it's, it's cool you mentioned that meeting rob it was that was really eye-opening for me and it was phenomenal to see how hungry they were for community and connection and it shows me there really is a movement rising up i left that night very hopeful and actually many of those businesses that were there have already signed on with us so they've gone ahead and started the account process to create their profiles through the end of the year, you're going to see mass expansion out of Public Square. We're, um, we've got a very exciting timeline heading into Christmas. So every week we release new updates to the app, and we'll start to expand into new areas as soon as uh, November, which is really exciting. And every time we meet a group like that, Brave Group, it's just a reaffirmation that San Diego is not the only place that needs this. The country needs it. And so... Uh, we've got a group of investors, thankfully, that are excited about that expansion. We've got a group of churches and large-scale groups that are excited to promote us to their kind of uh, groups of influence that have really aligned with the mission for this. And so we're we're following where the open doors are, and we're really looking forward to seeing a national movement arise of these thriving local communities. And San Diego is just the start. So, well, I, I, the the timing on it is is epic. I, you know, we're watching unprecedented censorship, and that's why I'm so thankful for radio. I mean, they, they've, they've ruined yeah. the Internet for the most part, and the censorship, I've, I've never seen this. I'm 57 years old. I've never seen censorship like this. And for our listeners, remember this. The truth is never afraid of a lie. The truth is never afraid of a lie. But a lie cannot survive in the presence of truth. Censorship is so evil. And the reason why they censor is because their ideas don't work. And they have to censor truth. They, 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 don't, they can't survive in the marketplace of good ideas. So they censor, tr they censor truth in order to put forward their propaganda. And, and this is the narrative. And if you don't follow in the narrative, you get canceled, you get fired, you get dumped on. And, and we're, we're having to, to be creative and come up with alternatives. How old are you, Michael? I'm 26. You're 26 years young. And you've come up with an app that is going to save small business across the country. Bryce, you can, you can tag in on this one in the sense that why is it that COVID doesn't affect Costco or Amazon, but only our middle businesses? Well, because we're a, uh, a quick, quickly moving into a corporate oligarchy. That's right. 
It's it's just a shift of income, and it's going to the elites. And and you come on the scene, 26 years of age, you create an app to protect these small business owners. Dude, I'm I'm blessed by that. And and folks, if you're tuning in, it's Michael Seifert. He is he is the creator of the Public Square app. And uh, Michael, is there any any other insights you want to share with us about this? Yeah, I, I would just say we would love it if people would join the movement. It, it really is that. It's a movement. It's more than just an app. It's more than just a website. We really believe that small businesses and the rights of individuals to stand for their values in the public square, these are what make the country really special. And the, the way we save this country is by mobilizing local communities to thrive and live their lives on the platform of their values. And so that takes all of us. We all have to buy into this. And step in and be willing to spend our money differently, be willing to engage differently, being willing to jump into the middle of the conversation, to vote with our dollars. And so it'd be an honor if people would join us. And the best way they can do that is they can head to the App Store or to Google Play, and they can type in Public SQ. If you type in Public SQ, that's how we branded it, will pop up first thing right away. It's a little square in the icon. You can download the app. If you're in San Diego, you'll have access to the full app. If you're not in San Diego, you'll be able to start um, creating your account with your zip code, and then you'll join our waiting list, and we'll send you weekly updates as we're getting closer to launching in your area. And the neat thing, too, is that you know not only are a lot of these businesses saying, hey, we're here for you, and we want to support what you support, we want to stand for conservative values and for freedom, many of these businesses also give you discounts to shop there. So you can actually save some money as you're spending money in alignment with your values as well. So we'd love for people to join. And, Rob, I'm really grateful to both you and Bryce for giving me the time. It's an honor to be with you both. Uh, Michael, the, the honor's ours. And, and, again, if you're tuning in, I'm Rob McCoy. I'm the guest host on SoCal Live. Our guest is Michael Seifert. And he is the creator of Public Square. Uh, Michael, I, I had the privilege. First, I met you at Rise Church in San Marcos when I was asked to speak there. You and a, a couple of your guys came up. And I meet people all the time. But there was something special about you. And I invite you to come and, you know, check out God Speak. And, and we could talk some more. And you drove all the way up. You spent time with me. I invited you to go with me because I had to speak in Fresno, California. You drove with me. That was a long haul. And and it was a late night coming back. And it was, you know, you you dropped everything to do that. It wasn't until probably 10 hours into getting to know you that you go and you tell me that you were the worship leader of a church of thousands, but you gave it up because that church just started going woke. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right. It, it's honestly, it was hard to watch. Well, it, and, and you weren't raised in a Christian home. Uh, your, your, your mom and dad, you know, and, and, and actually you had some tension with your dad, and you came to Christ at the J&H Ranch after your father did. So when the Lord took hold of your dad, who you were just really struggling with, all of a sudden you saw the change in him. Is that what brought you to the Lord? I mean, pretty basically as a Reader's Digest version, but, you know, come on. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. And it's, it's pretty amazing, actually, especially in a, in a culture right now where there's such an attack on fathers. Um, it was really inspiring to watch my dad stand for his values. And he had this total heart transformation where he really accepted the Lord, Jesus Christ, called him his Savior, um, and he, he dove in head first. I mean, it was phenomenal. And so I, I was able to watch at 14 years old, I was able to watch my dad make God the Lord of his life. And, and it changed everything. And my parents had a, a great marriage before, but it they took it to the next level. And my dad was a good dad before, but he became the best dad I ever could have dreamed of. And, and it was really convicting for me. Uh, I feel incredibly blessed to have the father that I've had um, because he's, he's just led the way of what it looks like to 
take your values into the home and lead your family that way. So I, I've, I've, I'm daily inspired by him, and he's still growing to this day. So it's really cool to watch. Well, I imagine, I imagine he's real proud of you now, especially after the creation of this. I mean, at, at 26 years of age, you appreciate and love this country, but more than that, you love the Lord, and and you love liberty because the author of liberty is God. Liberty's not man's idea; it's God's idea, and 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 you have come up with with an app to protect the freedom uh, of of individual business owners and and those who want to use their their dollars and by the way money I love this and I heard this from Bob McEwen money is a representation of your contribution to society if you don't contribute you don't get any money and and you use you use that money to to change the world or invest in things and create things that people need and I have to tell you Michael Right now, across this country, this app is needed, and man, you bless me, and and you're one of the most humble guys I've met, and uh, I I just I thank the Lord for you, uh, Bryce. You want to add anything before? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm I'm very excited because I've got about two restaurants that I get to take my wife uh, out yeah. to date nights on. So to have it be launched in our area and know other places that we can support, I'm I'm thrilled for that. Right on. Well, Michael, I'm going to let you go. You've been a wonderful guest. I'm so proud of you. Thanks for joining us. And um, I'll tell you what, I'll catch you. I'll catch up with you down the road. All right, man? That sounds fantastic, guys. It's an honor. Thank you so much for your kind words. I'm really grateful to be on the journey with you guys. And again, Rob, this has been a pleasure to be on. So thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. All right. Well, listen, in, in our next segment, we've got, we've got uh, Bishop Broderick Huggins. I call him Huggy Bear, Brother Love. Uh, we have served together in Ventura. He's a lifelong Democrat, uh, a little bit liberal in his theology. Uh, we shouldn't be friends, but we are the best of friends. I, you know, I'm a white evangelical Republican. I, I'm, we're going to teach. We're going to teach the radio audience civility, and and I this, I love this man. So, folks, uh, tune in for the second segment. Thanks for joining us at SoCal Live. We'll be right back. I'm your host, Rob McCoy from God Speak Church. And we'll be right back. God bless y'all. Thanks for joining us, SoCal Live. I'm your guest host, Rob McCoy. I'm the pastor of God Speak Church in Thousand Oaks, California. Actually, former mayor. And I'm joined in studio with my good friend, Bryce Eddy. Uh, jiu-jitsu black belt. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And also uh, Covered Six. And and I had I'd said in the first segment about Covered Six that uh, you guys, during the riots uh, in L.A., uh, Beverly, the city of Beverly Hills contracted you guys to protect the city. Are you allowed to elaborate on that? Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, it's very public information, and a, a couple of newspapers wrote articles on it um, because it was so unique. It's a uh, first-of-its-kind private-public partnership between a city and private security, and what we were doing there was augmenting the police force there. Um, you know, they were sacked, as you remember, back in June when they were having the unrest and the entirety of the city during— um, the the unrest was was ransacked and Rodeo Drive and all right, these famous right. places just absolutely broken and busted up and interesting seventy five percent of the business it was estimated seventy five percent of the businesses that were burned or looted were Jewish owned and they say they were targeted 
um, yeah, I mean that's quite likely, and they're certainly in the city. It's a it's a you know very powerful Jewish community, um, but uh, but very wealthy community and a very small uh, police force. Um, you know, doing a very high profile job. So when you had thousands of people coming in, you know, it was very difficult for them to um, really maintain order and, and protect the city. So they brought us in, and we were able to put on the street eighty armed. Uh, professionally trained security personnel and a uh, actual mobile field force. So we had riot suppression team and everything. And look at that, nothing, nothing happened. Nothing happened. You did a good job. That was awesome. And and you know when we when we violated the restraining order from the county and they were going to cite me and a thousand congregants or visitors uh, because we had the audacity to open our church and they called it an emergency restraining order. And we've been wide open since May thirty first, and we did that because of the riots. And and we saw the governor praising the riots and and you know blessing them and they were shoulder to shoulder no masks we, we and we knew the data on the virus we knew it and for him to call the church non essential but allow everything else we we just move forward we we exercised our first amendment freedoms and and people said you you know you're you're super spreaders we didn't have one case of covid from May 31st all the way up until the 22nd of August. And and prior to that, they had to do an emergency restraining order when there was nothing that was an emergency. And so we opened up the church, and the press descended on us like we were we were going to be destroying the planet. And yet, you, you you and your guys provided security. That day went off pretty smooth. And the, and you, I don't know if you want to share with the folks. Uh, you you remember we we get there, and what what was on the outside of the church? hundreds of people, probably over a thousand people, all stating that they wanted to take the citation so that our congregation could worship in peace. No, it was beautiful. I mean, we had people drive and fly in from remote parts of our country. All over the country. Because they declared that they were going to be, you know, standing in front and essentially protecting us by taking those violations. Yeah, that was that was precious, and and you were there that day. I mean, there was there was a couple of instances, but some of them were staged, and and yet you know, and of course the press is only going to take a picture of whatever looks controversial. But the whole day was so precious. Oh sure, there's I mean there's agitators yeah. that that I mean they're professional agitators, and they're well, there and, to and stir you're up profes- trouble. Yeah, you're professional to, to to stop them. You know what to look for. Yeah, for sure. And we we had some you know some clowns and some people that were you know wanting to stir up stuff. And uh, you know I thought it was funny because the yeah the the only photo that they took and and published was you know one incident and uh, uh, and it showed us breaking breaking it up and keeping the peace. Yeah. Well, and 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 the and the day went off amazing. And, and this was the interesting one. The church was packed with people who normally don't go. Our, our church has grown four hundred percent in in less than I think nine months. We've baptized more people in our church in nine months than the attendance of the church was nine months ago. And, and I remember that day, and, and, and you know, the, these words coming out of my mouth, I didn't formulate them, but they just seemed so perfect for the moment. I just said, you know, you're all here because, and, and I could tell, it, it, these folks weren't familiar with church. They weren't churchgoers. I said, you're all here because your streams of liberty have dried up. Your beaches have been closed, you surfers, and you skaters, your skate parks have been filled with sand, and you, you're going upstream to find the source of liberty. And I want to tell you, Second Corinthians 3.17, the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. You've come to the source, and the source is Jesus. And, and we've watched so many people come to Christ. 
Oh, I'll give you a great example of that. I mean, the um, we put out sometimes voluntary calls, hey, we need help, you know, amongst our headquarters staff and things like that. And uh, all the guys that I had there that day were volunteers and um, you know, from our team, right? So they weren't getting paid, um, and m- many of them were not believers, but they were coming to stand with you. And then through the time that they've you know been in there, and some of them I've secretly invited to hear yeah. you speak, um, you know, and say, "Hey, we need help today," um, you know. But they're being blessed by you, and and some of them have have come to know Christ and are you know moving down that path that would have never gone to church otherwise. Uh, one lady, your name's Barbara. Uh, she's practicing a Jew. And and she was in the front row of the church weeks after weeks after weeks. And I finally turned to her, Barbara, you're, you're Jewish. What are you doing here? And she said, you know what? This place is filled with liberty. And she said, my father survived the Holocaust. He, he, and I think it was Auschwitz. It was one of the concentration camps. He survived. And he always told me, never get on the train. And she said, you're standing. The synagogue, I went, it's closed. And, and she said, I, I'd go anywhere where there's liberty. And she has a, a restaurant called Pizza Cookery. And no mask, she defies all that. She's been beaten up by the county. We've stood with her. I had the privilege to baptize Barbara. And, and she has declared Jesus as her wow. Messiah. I mean, we have story after story of that. Uh, you know, I've got another one along those lines. Uh, you know, our friend uh, Rabbi Barkley. Yeah. Um, you know, he came and, and you know, spoke. And and uh, one of the things that he shared with me, you know, through tears in his eyes, and of course my, you know, my eyes are getting uh, getting teary as well. But he was talking about it was you and other Christian pastors that were standing with him, and a lot of his fellow rabbis weren't. Yeah. Um, when he was early on saying, "Hey, we got to keep this open and keep this going." Amen. Well, I, I was I was blessed by that day, and my Christian faith has grown more in this last year than ever before. And and yeah, look. It, I know COVID is, is, is a tragedy, and I know folks have been affected by it. But we've also seen it's almost a highlighter where, you know, where people of faith and, and, and in a time of, of tragedy, the church should be on the front line. And watching church online is like watching a fireplace. You, you can see it in here, but you don't feel the warmth. And we, we didn't have any adverse reaction. We didn't have an increase. And yet people's lives were ministered to. And it, it it took a lot. I mean, they they fined us. I think three hundred thousand dollars in fines, but they dropped it. And uh, did you know this? They they came out. The the medical director Ventura County came out and said uh, that, that there's a mask mandate in Ventura, and we have what five out of a hundred thousand, which is the metric is ridiculous. But everyone has to wear masks now, and, and you know, and so he says everyone except churches. <laughs> they don't want to mess with us anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was it was pretty cool. Well, it, folks, if you're tuning in right now, I'm Rob McCoy. I'm the pastor of God Speak Church in Thousand Oaks. I'm the guest host at SoCal Live. And in studio with me is my dear friend, Bryce Eddy, uh, black belt in jiu-jitsu. And he's also part of Covered Six, which is a security firm, which we are covering in this past segment. And we're talking about uh, dealing with uh, these draconian measures and really where we are today, because it seems as though they keep pressing us with more and more, and, and you're talking about the variants, and I've been saying, you know, the last variant of COVID is going to be totalitarianism. And, and we're watching the most vaccinated country on the face of the earth, which is either Singapore, depending on who you look at, Singapore or Israel, and, and they have, the, the virus is going nuts. We're watching an increase, a spike in the virus in those countries. And I'm just not so sure that 
this thing works like they say it does. I, you know, maybe it's not advertised. Uh, it's not as advertised as yeah. what I think at the very least if we're being charitable. Well, and we're also seeing here in California the governor mandating that our children be vaccinated. And we've had more children drown in bathtubs and have died from COVID. And the, of the 400, over 400 deaths, I guess worldwide, of you know, 12 and under, that's severe comorbidities with leukemia and lymphoma. And, and now we've got kids dying of myocarditis and pericarditis from the shot, documented. Now, there's, there's almost 17,000 almost 17, deaths on the VAERS website. That's a government website. 17,000 deaths by this shot. I mean, that, that's, that's concerning. And over 800,000 reactions and uh, uh, over 300,000 hospitalizations. And that, they, they say that's underreported by 90%. Whether that's true or false, I do know this is reported. This is evident. And we just had a member of our congregation die from the shot. Uh, You and I were talking about it. I'm not going to share that for family reasons, but it was as clear as the noses on my face. So, well, I, I'm excited about tomorrow's guest, and he's confirmed to come on at uh, at 3 p.m. Uh, first first part of our hour tomorrow. But uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. who's going to be talking uh, about some of this very stuff. You know, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, Bobby Kennedy Jr., lifelong Democrat, iconic family name, and I'm a lifelong Republican. I love this man, and and it's this this circumstance that has brought unity uh, to our community. And, and, and this man has been censored, he's been rejected, and uh, he's been canceled, but he's brilliant. Folks, you're going to want to tune in tomorrow. You're going to call in. We're going to take calls. Uh, in our next segment, and he was a little bit delayed in traffic, but it's going to be Bishop Broderick Huggins. You want to tune in. I guarantee you it'll be awesome. SoCal Live, I'm your guest host, Rob McCoy. Thanks for joining us, SoCal Live. I'm guest host, Pastor Rob McCoy. I'm the pastor at Godspeak Church in Thousand Oaks, California. And joining me in studio is my good friend, Bryce Eddy, black belt in jiu-jitsu. It's hard for me to say that. I know. Uh, tongue twister. Just say killer. Yeah, he's a killer. Uh, he's also, you do Covered Six, a bunch of other stuff. But uh, he's my friend, and that's why he's here, and I love being with him. Uh, I promised you guys Bishop Broderick Huggins, and uh, he's been stuck in traffic. He was actually supposed to be in the first segment, second segment. We've been holding off for him. And I'll tell you what, we finally have to do it by phone, which I didn't want to do because I love having him in studio. He's got a butter voice, and I love this man. And I'll tell you, um, I was running for the California State Assembly, Bryce, and uh, I, I went to an Oxnard pastor's breakfast, plus 21 Democrat. I'm a Republican candidate. I'm seated next to Bishop Broderick Huggins, the pastor of the largest black church in, in Ventura County. And we just became the best of friends. And he ended up endorsing me for my campaign. And, uh, and we've just been doing stuff together ever since. I love this man. Uh, theologically, we're a little different. Um, but I, I, it was awesome. So I, I, I want people to hear from this man because this is the critical component. Uh, civility. We're missing it today. Bishop and I are opposites politically, but we're civil, and we endeavor to keep the unity, and we, we contend with one another lovingly. Folks, I want to welcome uh, to SoCal Live my guest, Bishop Broderick Huggins. Brother Love, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, there it is. There's the butter voice I was promising everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Rob, for 
your patience. Oh, come on. You're the one in tra- you're you're, you're the one in traffic, brother love. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Well, I, 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 let's, let's, we don't have a lot of time, so I want to tell folks uh, something very special. I remember, and, and you know, in our church, uh, a pastor's anniversary isn't a big deal. Matter of fact, no one even remembers when I came to the church. But in your church, and in the black community especially, an anniversary for a pastor is a big deal. Is, is that correct? Absolutely. Okay, so so you invited me to to your anniversary to come, and you wanted me to be on the dais, and I showed up there, and you know I'm the only one there, melaninly challenged. I I didn't have any, and I'm I'm up I'm I'm up on the front section, and you seated me right next to Reverend Doctor Jeremiah Wright, and 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 I'm running I'm running for Republican office, and you know what? That's what I love about you. You you just you just jump in the middle of it and you make friends. Why would you pick me as a friend? Are you crazy? You're crazy. <laughs> you 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 are crazy enough to be honest. You're crazy enough to understand uh, in America and we're free to think the way we desire. You're crazy enough to believe that. Uh, People can be different, but yet love each other, and that's why we've been friends. Uh, what, what seven, eight years now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and um, you, you have a you have a family stone, family stone attitude, where I can sing, "Thank you for letting me be my," uh, uh, making me a villain, yeah. and, and 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 that's what it's all about. Well, for folks who are tuning in, my guest is Bishop Broderick Huggins, and uh, you once were the pastor of the largest black church in Ventura County. Uh, then you went to Wichita, but you're back now, and uh, the the church that that you just launched is called Simply Church, correct? Yes. Come on, tell me about it. Simply Church House of Prayer. We launched that church because. And leaving four years ago in somewhat of a contentious with a contentious environment of being uh, the uh, the uh, dynamic, I went away for, for the last four years, and we had close to a hundred people who just never settled anywhere else. And uh, I decided that I didn't want those people that I love so dearly to be displaced. So we started a Saturday morning church, and it's going phenomenally. And then I get a chance to be close to my buddy. We do service on Saturday morning, and I get a flight out of L.A. at 4, get to Wichita at 11, and I'm there to preach at the St. James Baptist Church that next morning. And uh, we've been doing it for five months. The sweet people at St. James in Wichita, they know we're, we're, we're planning on taking you back. I mean, you're only there on loan. <laughs> uh, I, I, I hope so. We're, we're going to just 
take it one Sunday and one Saturday and Sunday at a time, Rob. All right. Well, folks, this is uh, Bishop Broderick Huggins, my guest, and and I, I, I here on SoCal Live I'm, as your guest host, Rob McCoy. I'm the pastor of God Speak Church in Thousand Oaks. I had the privilege to meet Bishop Huggins, and and you and I became very good friends. But the interesting thing about our friendship is we don't avoid tough topics. We actually dig into them. Absolutely. And and we we Absolutely. We're on different different positions and I've challenged you and you've challenged me. How come we're still friends? And, and because we don't take political things personal. Amen. And we don't personalize. We we keep them in the right context and we speak the truth in love without attacking each other's character amen and you know what you Um, you 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 are a lovely man with a lovely character and i want the world to know that and and likewise i didn't endorse you because i agree with that you 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 embrace i endorsed you endorsed you because of the heart that you have and the character that you operate in and the spirit of God that you exude. When it, when it's all said and done, no political perspective or position is any better than the character of the people that carry it out. Amen. I mean, you you and I have, have had discussions about critical race theory. We've had dis- discussions about abortion. We've had discussions... Uh, about the vaccine. I mean, we've we've gone toe-to-toe on all these things, but never have we ever argued or yelled. or I mean, we've just been laying it out and challenging one another. And I come at you with something, you come right back at me with something. And it's just sharpened me and blessed me and allowed me to know a world I was very ignorant of, and I think the same for you as well. And the two of us, I don't know. I, I'm, right. I'm just going to say I'm a better person and a better pastor having you as my friend. And, and it's back at you, Rob. No one can can control their environment. We 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 all have cultural realities that uh, are going to 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 be there, whether we like it or not. Yeah. I will never not like fried chicken. I will never not like barbecue ribs. I will never not like to holler when I finish my sermon. That's just a part of my cultural reality. And um, I'll tell you what to, I, I want to tell you. I want to. I got to. I got to. I got to interrupt you because. Integrate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no. You stop. I, I know it's a good thing, but I got to tell folks this. When you preached at our church and then you had me reciprocate, the first thing I said to your church is I said, uh, your church and my church have something in common. You both want Bishop Huggins back. <laughs> You're a great preacher. Well, oh no, I have deprecation, but you, you are creative and um uh, a fluid communicators of the gospel that I've met, and uh, I love your preaching as well, Rob. And that's where that's that's and there we're in our sweet spot. Yeah. Well, Bishop Huggins, I want to I want to close because we're limited on time. But uh, the when I was up on that dais with Reverend Doctor Jeremiah Wright, 
and and you knew that the guy who introduced him, everything he said was contrary, and it was almost as though he was saying stuff about me, and and it was just water off a duck's back because, uh, and you knew I wasn't offended, and and you and and I knew you weren't offended, and but yet we got to be right in the middle of this and 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 watch as our community got strengthened, and you know there's lots I don't agree with, but. There, there was those those opportunities for you and me to and challenge each other. Absolutely, you know, love is love. Friendships are friendships. Fellowship is fellowship, and the only I operate on a level of of I try to operate in relationships with integrity, and. Uh, I'm a preacher. I'm I'm personally not a politician, so I don't have I don't have any ambitions, and so I've tried to live my life and operate ministry well, and build relationships uh, in a way that that helps everybody to become their best self. And I think that as a church, as we challenge our leaders to become the best human being that they can be, whatever political persuasion they may uh, espouse, uh, everyone will will be better off. And I think that's our challenge uh, as pastors, to to speak truth to power with respect to what does God have to say about the spirit in which we're making our decisions. Uh, Bishop Huggins... There you have it again. You, you just articulate it. You bring it forward. I, I want folks to hear more from you. I wanted you to be in the first segment, but you got stuck in traffic, and we're we're coming to a close. Will you come back on in a, in the future? Absolutely, and I promise you, I will not be trying to pour a gallon into a pint with my time, and I right. try to come at a time when this traffic isn't bumper to bumper. And that's all right. I, I'm only tolerating this because I love you. I love you too. Well, folks, this has been Bishop Huggins. I'm your guest host, Pastor Rob McCoy at SoCal Live. We'll be back on the next hour. You want to stick around? Will Witt, Charlie Kirk. God bless you all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.